The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road Although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Good morning Hamilton, this is Rob Golfy with Remax the Golfy Team Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show with Rick Zamperin and Phil Golfie here today with me. Good morning, gentlemen, and uh, all the ladies listening out there as well. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Uh, things are rolling. Uh, the market has uh, basically gone back to uh, normal levels, and, I, and and it's hard to tell whether the normal levels are based on low inventory or we're just back to the normal levels that uh, that we should be in in, uh, in uh, November. And, uh, but we're still higher than last year in November in most cases. So yeah, it's been, uh, it's been, uh, it's been a crazy roller coaster uh, ride, uh, 2020. And, uh, and I, I, you know, and who knows what's going to happen. Uh, I guess, uh, the shutdowns, uh, we're getting information about shutdowns and things that are happening. So, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, what do you think, Rick, as a consumer out there, what do you see <laughs> in the eyes of everybody else, uh, that's not involved in uh, real estate day-to-day uh, uh, transactions and stuff. Hey, uh, listen, what, what do you hear? As as a homeowner, I'm not going anywhere. Number one, so I might not be the <laughs> the, the, the one to ask. But as a consumer in general, you know, it, it, it's tough, especially if you know you have a young family or or even an older family, and you want to go out and enjoy things. Because yeah, there, there's lockdowns, there's red zones, there's orange zones, there's yellow zones, and uh, you, you have to follow the rules. You got a mask everywhere. You have to be safe. Uh, and as a consumer, you do want to because I think even even today, even during a pandemic, there's a lot of people that still have a lot of purchasing power, and they want to exhibit that purchase power. But uh, you know, they're they're kind of handcuffed, and and I think there might be whether it's real estate related or not, kind of explosion of spending. Hopefully. Uh, in 2021 with news, you know, of a vaccine now coming in the UK being, uh, you know, implemented there for the first time. Uh, we're going to get one supposedly here in Canada in the first three months of 2021. So there's a lot of optimism. And I think as consumers, that optimism is going to, I think at one point next year, just explode. There's going to be a rebirth in terms of that purchase power and people unloading uh, a lot of money. Let's hope. Fingers crossed. Uh, hey, yeah, we got, we're going to talk about uh, the November real estate stats on the show today. We have the 2021 REMAX Housing Market Outlook Report that we're going to dive deep into. There's a lot of really interesting numbers in that report. And we're also going to get, and Rob, you forwarded this to me this morning, what a an, an amazing story in Edmonton of a couple that bought a home, was renovating a home, and found a literally a gold mine in this home. We'll talk about that on the show as well. But first... November was, um, you know, a, a, another active month in the city of Hamilton. 1,233 homes were sold last month, according to the Realtors Association of Hamilton-Burlington. Uh, that's actually down 24% 
from October, which is understandable. October was very busy. But November yeah. 2020 was up 17% from November of last year. So year over year, again, another big gain. New listings yeah. down about 29% uh, compared to October, but up 16% over last November. And the average price of a residential property in Hamilton, Burlington, now at $722,000 in change. Um, virtually unchanged from last month, but up 21% from November of 2019. So I guess this November would be, I, I guess, somewhat normal, but still uh, obviously higher than, um, than last year. Uh, yeah, above normal. Um, this this uh, November is definitely ab- above, uh, above normal than it was uh, uh, last year. Um, but, and, and it's, and it's hard to tell, um, because November, I mean, we had an abundance of buyers, low inventory. So, so November was whatever the scraps that were left over from the previous <laughs> months, cause there wasn't even any inventory, they got sold. So we got a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, beat up houses that uh, needed a lot of work and stuff or houses that probably got sold for a little more money than they would have normally gotten a normal market like Ancaster. For instance, uh, they're up 8.2%. I mean, it's like the average sale price now in, in, it was in November was $910,424. Last year in, no, in November was 727000 Just Ancaster is almost going to be surpassing uh, Burlington soon uh, if they keep, uh, if it just keeps going that way. Ancaster looks like it's going to be, a, you know, it's, it's the place where people want to go. Wow. And, uh, but, uh, and also Burlington here. Let's talk about Burlington. Um, up 19.4%. So the average sale price in November in Burlington was 928,479. So it's, it's almost, it's almost there. Like uh, Ancaster is almost going to be uh, hitting Burlington's numbers. And then last, last year, 778,289,000 was, um, $289 was 2019. Then we go to, uh, Dundas. So Dundas, like I said, has always been a funny market. It's up 7%. And uh, so the average sale price in Dundas in November was $810,541. Uh, so it's up uh, 43% in dollar um, amount, uh, of almost 44%. And then we go to Glanbrook. Uh, tw- they're down 24% in number of units. Now, that could be because there wasn't any inventory, but the average sale, but the average sale price is up 30 po- 30.3%. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. So Glanbrook has uh, definitely had a, uh, like, a, if you had a house in Glanbrook for sale in uh, November, you would have done very, very well. Uh, again, uh, in Grimsby, they're up 46% in uh, unit numbers and uh, up 30% in average sale price from last year, $742,830 uh, uh, November of 2020. Grimsby's been just killing it. And then again, in Hamilton, so this is all a Hamilton. And, uh, so, uh, up 16% in unit numbers from last year of November, and they're up 21.3% in average sale price, uh, from last year. So the average sale price in Hamilton is $651,744. Crazy. Now Hamilton central, this is, this is the areas, the small little pocket areas that you're going to see big numbers. Like for instance, Hamilton central, uh, they're up. 36% 36% in unit numbers and up 27.4% in average sale price. So the average sale price in Hamilton Central is $508,608. So it's, it's crazy. That's nuts, nuts. And then uh, East Hamilton, 
So East Hamilton obviously didn't have that many uh, sales compared to last year. They're up only 4.7%, but the average sale price has gone up 27.6% in East Hamilton. So the average sale price in East Hamilton right now is going at $530,195. Very nice, very nice. And then the Hamilton Mountain always does well, uh, up 11.7% in unit numbers. And that could have been higher. Like if, if the if the inventory was there, that could have been higher on the Hamilton Mountain. And then the average sale price is up 18.8% on the Hamilton Mountain. So the average price on the Hamilton Mountain now is $603,025. Incredible, incredible. And then uh, then we've got uh, uh, Hamilton West. Hamilton West, uh, 52% plus uh, in uh, unit numbers sold. And uh, But, see... See how there's 52% more that's sold in West Hamilton, but the average sale price has only gone up 2.3%. So the inventory was really good in West Hamilton. That's because people are unloading their uh, investment property, the, the, the uh, McMaster University uh, student rentals. They're unloading them. So that's why inventory was good and the housing prices stayed kind of stable compared to last year. Does that make sense, Rick? That makes a ton of sense. Yeah, because, you know, Mac is shut down. They're learning online. You don't need to live on or near campus, right? Yeah, so you're you're finding the people that own those properties are starting to unload them right now. And then uh, Stony Creek, and now this is a a combination of Stony Creek, upper and lower combination, up 36% in unit numbers, and uh, and, uh, they're up 17% in average sale price. So last year in all of Stony Creek, upper and lower combined, uh, last last year was six hundred and two thousand and eight hundred uh, one hundred eighty one. Now it's seven hundred and six thousand eight hundred sixty four dollars. That's incredible. Huh. Now I've got a couple other areas here that I wanted to show you. Uh, also in the uh, in the Niagara area, On Hill Pelham, uh, la- uh, this year uh, thirty one homes that sold in two thousand twenty. November last year was seventeen. So it's almost like you know. 100%. So the average sale price now in Pelham Fawn Hill is 932876 Fort Erie, uh, again, is starting to become uh, a very expensive place. L- listen to this, Rick. Last year, Fort Erie in November, the average sale price was 372000 in Fort Erie. Now it's 547000 wow. Fort Erie has jumped like you would not believe. And it's just incredible, incredible. Uh, Niagara Falls, uh, they're up. Last year, their average sale price was 423000 This year, it's 457000 Niagara and the Lake um, has gone up. But because there's such few homes, but they actually sold double the homes in Niagara and the Lake this year uh, in November than last year. So the average sale price in uh, Niagara and the Lake uh, uh, this year in November, $938,000. Uh, and then we got uh, St. Catharines. Um, the average sale price in St. Catharines in 2020, November, 532000 And then the average sale price in Welland is uh, 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 $505,872. So they, they sold, they're about the same. Welland is about the same as last year in unit numbers. And then uh, Niagara Falls, 556000 So Niagara Falls and St. Catharines, I think, uh, Niagara Falls is actually surpassing uh, uh, St. Catharines in, uh, in average sale price. And that's just because the GTA buyers are coming out to uh, Niagara Falls before they're coming out to St. Catharines for some reason. 
So it's not only just a destination place, but it's also a, a destination. It's an immigration place for GTA buyers to go to. It's that uh, it's that retirement destination now. Now a lot of those GTA uh, seniors and elderly folk are saying, "Hey, let's uh, relax and uh, put our feet up and uh, sip on some wine in uh, Niagara region." Uh, when we come back, a question about uh, average days on market in the Hamilton area, and we'll also take a deep dive into the 2021 Remax Housing Market Outlook report. You are listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin. On the line once again, Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Find them online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call Canada's number one Remax team today at 905-575-7700. They're all over social media, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Check them out at at Rob Golfie. Subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts, past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. And if you have a question or a topic idea for the Golfie team, we'll get to it on a future program. Send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com. That's questions at robgolfie.com. We're going to dive into the 2021 REMAX housing market outlook reports. That's coming up in a matter of minutes. We'll also talk about what happens if you buy a home, you're renovating the home, and you find something really valuable. We'll get to that a little later on in the show. But we're taking a dive into the November real estate stats in Hamilton, Burlington. Impressive numbers. Once again, prices up, up, and up. For example, Hamilton Mountain year over year up $96,000. Hamilton Center, one hundred nine k. Hamilton East, 115000 How about a $183,000 increase in Ancaster? Nearly $200,000 increase in Waterdown, up one hundred four k in Stody Creek, and one fifty in Burlington. Those numbers are eye-popping. Average days on the market. We'll just focus on the detached market. In Hamilton, November of 2019, average days on the market, 32 days, so about a month. Uh, in 2020, almost cut in half, 18 days, average days on market. Uh, things were happening fast last month. They're going crazy. And in those 18 days, uh, a lot has to do with waiting for conditions. So, I mean, a lot of these houses are sold less than that, uh, Rick. But a lot of times, you know, if somebody needs to get financing and, and inspection done, and that kind of uh, makes the... So what happens is they're holding offers for four or five days, and then they have conditions for another maybe seven to 10 days. So that's actually where you're getting it. But really, it, uh, that 18 days could be shortened up. Like that's like, you know, they should actually have when the offer is actually submitted, not when it's actually a firm deal. And and that's where it's going to 18 days, but it's less than 18 days uh, um, the way... It should read. In terms of the average price uh, for detached homes, we're not going to do all properties, but from November to November, uh, there was a 21% increase. I think you said 21.3%. 576000 to 721000 That's a phenomenal increase. Is there an anticipation that come this time in 2021, we're going to be talking about $800,000 for the average price? 
<laughs> you know what? I can't believe that we're talking about the prices we're talking now because <laughs> I know. I mean, I mean, Rick, I, 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 I remember buying a house 15 years ago for 450,000. And I thought it was, you know, it was at 2004, 16 years ago. And I'm like, holy smoke, this is a lot of money for a house. And this is, and I'm talking about a half acre century home with a, with a, a finished carriage house on there in ground pool. Like what I'm saying, like, like this was like 450,000. You can't even get a townhouse for that. But I never thought, I never thought that uh, the housing prices be where they are and townhouses. And the reason why townhouses have gone up so much in price is just because of the fact that uh, that they're they're affordable. That's the key thing. Like I mean, I mean, there's nothing else that anybody can afford now. And back in the old days, it was more like a low income person that would end up buying a house, uh, a, a, townhouse. a townhouse. Back in like in the in the in the sixties and the seventies, and even maybe even part of the eighties, early eighties. And but now these uh, these townhouses started sprouting up about I guess about ten fifteen years ago, and that's where the millennials started coming coming into play. And they're they're the nice ones, yeah, the right? Nice, like yeah. the nice ones. They're, you can get a townhouse with all the luxury upgrades that right. a, that a that a luxury detached home would have just in a smaller setting. Well, and also they want something less hassle, less work. They're not they don't want to do what their parents do, work so hard cutting the lawns, you know, doing the bushes and all that kind of stuff. They want simplicity. They when they want to start off in life on their own, they don't want to take care of a big house. So that's so and that's a big population are the millennials and that's why they were uh gravitating to uh the townhouses. And now uh, as their townhouses are can't be built fast enough, they're building condos. They love the condo feel. Yeah, they want to be in there. They just turn turn lock their door. They don't have to worry about anything, and they're in there and uh, and they're out. So it's just uh, it's just a different mentality. And every generation, every twenty years, you're going to get a different crop. Who knows what's going to happen in ten years from now? What what is going to be the popular? We don't know. Uh, it, uh, townhouses, big homes, small homes, uh, you know, it's it, shipping container homes, yeah. recycled homes, yeah. uh, who knows, <laughs> tree houses, <laughs> who knows, <laughs> but, uh, but it's changing every 20 years. It's changing. Just like, just like, uh, when people, when they b- build malls, like in the seventies, they were building these big shopping malls, uh, or no, maybe the eighties, the big shopping malls were the indoor shopping malls. Now they're, uh, big, uh, stores, the uh, mm-hmm. box stores, the box stores. Yeah, just, but I think that that era has come to an end too. The box stores. I think we're you know every time you see a big box store plaza, it's, half of them are empty and and the rents on them are just insane. Yeah, so you're gonna we're, we're after this COVID is over with it, it's 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 gonna be like who's left standing still and and see what's gonna happen. And uh, but anyway, it's just uh, this COVID is changing people's buying ways. Uh, there, and it's totally changed that. So that's, it's, it's just like Phil said before, it's escalated their, uh, decision on what they want before they say, yeah, in, in two years from now, three years from now, we're looking at this. Well, now they're doing it now. Yeah. And I, like, like you said, a lot of, a lot of the stuff that's COVID, COVID, COVID has done, it hasn't necessarily changed. It's, it's sped up, right? Fast like track, it's, fast it, track. it's completely fast tracked, whether you know, you're a business and you needed to adjust or if you're a, a seller or a buyer and you're thinking of making a move, it's fast track the decisions that you would have been making two or three or four years down the road or the decisions that you've been putting off and, and procrastinating on. And, and now you've had to make them today and, and, and put yourself in, in, in those situations. So that's what we've seen mostly. It's, it's, it's completely fast tracked. A lot of the, a lot of the things that were predicted and, and a lot of the things that, 
uh, we expected in the near future, but it, it, it happened very quickly. You mentioned the the lifestyle of the millennial in in reference to you know townhomes uh, or, or even those apartment style homes, and it, it obviously comes down to price point too. And according to the Realtors Association of Hamilton Burlington, uh, in twenty twenty November twenty twenty, the average price of an apartment style home, if you will, is three hundred sixty five thousand dollars. To go up a level to that semi detached or that townhouse or that row house, it's five hundred fifty five k, and then to get that detached with the lawn and a little more space is seven hundred twenty one k. So it's almost a $200,000 jump from apartment to townhouse to detached. And that prices out a lot of people, especially those first-time homebuyers. Exactly. So that's why they start off in, into the uh, apartment condo style. And, and if there's two of them, you know, if it's a couple getting together, they're making good money, uh, they'll start off in, in the townhouse and they'll, you know, they'll budget what they can afford. And uh, the banks will say, okay, well, combined income, you know, they'll, they'll do their gross uh, um, debt that they can handle is 35%. And, and it, if, that, uh, if they can handle that with the mortgage payments and taxes and utilities, um, they'll have no problem buying a, a townhouse as long as they have uh, um, at least 5, 5% down to buy it if it's their first time. But, uh, but yeah, like it's, uh, and, and they can't build them fast enough, right? They can't build them fast enough. And, 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 uh, and it's, and, and now the build, the builders, they're going to be struggling in the next five years because we don't have the tradespeople. So these housing prices are going to just keep skyrocketing. Um, like we had one builder, uh, earlier this year at the beginning of this year said to me, he had to hold off and selling, uh, a, 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 a development because he didn't have the tradespeople to do it. So he basically said, okay, we, we, we sold enough houses. We, we can't sell anymore. And they had lineups. So, so because, because of the tradespeople, there's not enough of them. It, it's going to drive the prices up. So we literally need to uh, bring in uh, skilled tradespeople from other countries to come mm-hmm. in here. Otherwise, if we don't do that, uh, housing prices are just going to keep climbing up because it's going to be harder for, for us to, to, to bring them in. I mean, they are immigrating, uh, you know, 300,000 people a year into Canada, but I, we don't know, like a lot of them are probably educated and they're more, they're not, they're not doing labor, uh, like, like skilled labor stuff. They're doing more, you know, like desk job type style. So it's, they've got to get skilled laborers into this country if, if, if we can balance uh, and keep the, the market on a, ba- on a balanced level, especially with real estate. I think you bring up a good point in, in identifying the, the dollar value between jumps from, from an apartment to a townhouse to a detached house. And what we always say is, is you know, it would be nice to start off at, at a detached house or a townhouse, but the, the best way or, or to set yourself up to be able to afford that is, is get into the market because you know, it's shown absolutely no signs of the of of it slowing down. We we look at these forecasts and predictions for for 2021. The the you know the it's going to be another double digit rise in housing prices. The best way to be able to afford that detached house is, is buy a townhouse, and the best way to be able to afford that you know townhouse is, is buy an apartment. And and getting into the market is is, is essential and is key into into moving up and into those bigger spaces or nicer spaces or or whatever you want to to where you want to live and and achieve that goal. Those those are the, you know the most important things that we always talk about because the way these real estate markets are trending, it's it's so hard and there's not too many careers out there that support to be able to save as fast as the real estate market's moving right now. 
That's a good point. Before we uh, switch gears, I want to remind our listeners that the CHML Christmas Tree of Hope campaign is underway. You can help a child this Christmas. Text the word DONATE to 30333 to donate $5 or $25 to the Christmas Tree of Hope campaign. You can also go online to 900CHML.com. All right, let's dive into the 2021 REMAX Housing Market Outlook Report. A lot of um, big and eye-popping numbers in this one, too. Uh, REMAX Canada expects average residential prices to rise 4 to 6% in 2021. It says 35% of REMAX brokers indicate that move-over buyers from other cities and provinces will continue to spark market activity in 2021. We've certainly seen that here in Hamilton and, and of course, down in Niagara as well. 45% indicate that move-up buyers will likely be a primary driver of the housing market demand in 2021. 53% are confident that Canada's housing markets will remain steady next year. And 52% of Canadians believe real estate will remain one of the best investment options in 2021. And if you look at the price increases in Hamilton alone, uh, you know, buying a house is an, is an amazing investment. Oh, absolutely. Even if, even if prices held off or they went back to uh, uh, early, early of 2020, you're still ahead of the game. Like if you own real estate, you're still ahead of the game. So, I mean, um, like today with technology and, and, and the way the, uh, the immigrants are coming in, and it's fat. It's a, it's fast growing. Like it's, uh, it's not like a, it's not like uh, the sixties, seventies, eighties, or even the nineties. And the nineties was the last big heavy recession that, uh, that we really went, went through in Canada. And I think the U S went through that, but the U S took a beating in 2008 and nine, and we didn't have that beating like they did. Um, we just had a little bump and, 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 you know, some people felt it, but, uh, and, and, but right now, um, I, I can't see it. Technology has just surpassed anything, and everything's fast moving. Before it took two to three weeks, four weeks for information to, to get through. Now we get in, instant information. We know things that are happening by the second. So, but uh, I, I, I do believe the housing market's just going to continue. It's just it's, it's, the problem is that we can't build them fast enough. Yeah. Uh, the report says when it comes to where Canadians would prefer to live, urban, suburban, or rural, they're evenly split with roughly three in 10 preferring to live in each area. Did you find that over the last year here in, in Hamilton? Yeah, a bit. I, I think, you know, people, the, the main attraction for Hamilton, um, you know, combined with those, you know, those rural areas and the green spaces and, and things of that nature, it, it comes down to affordability and, and pricing. Um, you know, somebody can get a similar product in Toronto and, and come to Hamilton and, and get it for, you know, pennies on the dollar, half the value. So I think as, as you know, their, their housing market supports ours, just like our, our Hamilton housing market supports Niagara's. And, and we're going to continue to see that trend where it's drive until you can afford and drive around the QEW until you find a city and a house that you like and, and you can afford. And, and we'll, we'll continue continue to see that trend. But what, what, what's also highlighted in this report as well is, and, and in, in our market today is there's, there's a cycle right now that's going on and, and it's part of the, the lack of inventory. It's, it's the cycle that includes people not knowing where they're going to go and not being confident in selling the property and, and not knowing, you know, they, they don't know where their next move is going to be. So what that causes is people to kind of sit on their hands and wait until they get something that they like. But then you have a, this, this, this thing where nobody wants to buy their next house without selling theirs. So it's, it's, it's this vicious cycle where, where it's causing homeowners to, to, to sit tight and wait. And now we have no inventory. So once, once that cycle starts to, to, to move and flip and, 
and, and get going again, then, then our inventory will start to climb and start to rise. But, but people, people are not comfortable with selling their houses right now in today's market without knowing where they're going to go. And that's one of the biggest reasons in terms of, you know, what, what has had an effect on our inventory. According to the REMAX Broker Network in Ontario, market activity across the province is estimated to remain very steady in 2021, with the potential for average sale price increases of between 7 and 12%. So when we come back, we're going to dive into Hamilton-Burlington, Niagara, what's going to happen in Toronto, and you'll never guess which community in Canada has recorded, at least year-to-date, the highest uh, percentage increase in terms of uh, price. Uh, We'll bring you that information when we return here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. Just down the road at 1 Markland is Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with REMAX Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Call Canada's number one REMAX team today. Whether you're selling your home or buying your first or 10th, 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website to go to. They have the hottest listings in town. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Find them on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Rob Golfie is the handle. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. We're going into the 2021 REMAX Housing Market Outlook Report, and it is predicting for 2021 um, price increases ranging from 7 to 12%. And, um, well, that's where we are for Hamilton Burlington. They are predicting a 7% estimated average residential sales price increase for next year. The forecast is to hit $697,000 in change. Um, Obviously achievable. 14% is the average uh, residential sales price increase this year. And also uh, also lists the hottest neighborhoods in the area. Community Beach 50 Point, Meadowlands, and Binbrook. Are all those numbers, all that information jiving with you guys? Yeah, I could see that. It's uh, they've probably looked at uh, where there's a lot of activity that's going on. A lot of searches are in those areas, and uh, and there's not enough. But uh, the, the 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 community beaches there, like in uh, the Meadowlands, definitely that's been a hot spot. Uh, an- another one I would think is the um, is the Summit Park there up on Stony Creek Mountain. Um, that is, uh, again, I mean, that's another Meadowlands just on the, uh, east side of, uh, of Hamilton. And, uh, but yeah, it just, I could see, I could see this outlook. They may, you know what, and, and it may even go higher. Like it just depends. Now, right now we're, we're cooling off into the market. We're going into the, we're in the, in, into the holiday season. A lot of people that were looking for houses and just think about this for every single, a lot of houses out there that had um, offers. So for every one person that got it, there was 10 people that didn't get it. In some cases, uh, I think, wasn't there like 30 or, or 50 offers we had on one of our listings yeah. recently? <laughs> uh, Rick, I'll, t- I'll tell you, like, like 50 offers on one house. 
like we didn't even expect that like that. We, you know, okay, maybe we might get five or six offers, 10 offers, but not 50. So that means there's 49 people looking for a house in that area in in that price range. So that means there's a, because of the inventory so low, these buyers will come back into the new year. They will be coming back to buy a house. And so that's, so this is going to be, and then we'll have more inventory. So there's going to be people thinking about selling and, and, and moving, but there's all these buyers they are going to be waiting. So definitely, definitely uh, I could see the market, uh, you know, uh, going up 7% or more in uh, in the Hamilton area. For Niagara, the 2021 REMAX housing market outlook report is predicting a 12% increase to uh, just shy of $600,000. Niagara is still going to be hot? Absolutely. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be surprised if it's higher than that. Well, I, I would yeah. not be surprised. It's, it's A lot of the times the predictions about Niagara, they, they underestimate that market. It's it's a market that continues to, to, to grow rapidly. It's a, it's a, it's incredible what's going on in Niagara and, and, and they're building to, you know, they're, they're, the development that's going on in Niagara right now and the, the, the permits that have been issued have been monstrous. There's, there's massive, massive condominium projects going up combined with, with, you know, big, big, big subdivisions that are going. So um, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like I said before, if this, this number, um, you know, gets outperformed and, and Niagara, you know, from our experience alone, Niagara continues to be a hotbed where, where movers are going. Rick, I'll tell you something. I, I, I don't forget this. There was a house in uh, Niagara Falls and I listed it for 120,000 or 125,000. And I'm thinking, you know what, maybe I should buy this. You know what I mean? It was, a, it was a wartime house, didn't have a basement, about 950 square feet, two bedrooms, need a little bit of work, maybe ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000. And I said, ah, forget it. You know, it's probably a little bit much money. 120000 You can't get anything for that. Like in Niagara, <laughs> that was in Niagara Falls. I, I literally had the opportunity to buy this thing and I didn't. And I, and I, that, that's one of my regrets that I, I comes to my mind all the time. And I'm sure everybody has regrets. So if you're buying a house and you're negotiating over one or two thousand dollars <laughs> and you're a buyer, guess what? That one or two thousand dollars that you are trying to grind the seller from, it's going to cost you ten to twenty thousand dollars on the next house that you're buying. So listen, don't don't jump over the dollars to save the pennies, everybody, because it'll hurt you in the long run. Just put the deal together. I can understand if it's a significant amount. But for a couple thousand dollars, three, four, you will make that up in the next 30 days. You will make that up before you take possession of that. And that, and that goes ahead with, you know, buying a house or, 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 you know, buying a house that you guys love and like, and, and sometimes the dollar value might not be right, but the, the, the real estate market will eventually catch up to it and, and it'll be a good investment. There's been, you know what I mean? Everybody, everybody, you know, they find the perfect house and, you know, they're four or five or $10,000 apart. And if it's the perfect house and it suits you and fits your lifestyle, you, you got to, you know, pinch yourself a bit and, and, and go after it. When we come back, we're going to jump to Toronto and see what is going to happen there and how it might affect this market. That's coming up next here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Life used to be so hard. 
last go-round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin. Just down the road is Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. Call them today, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. We're talking about the 2021 Remax Housing Market Outlook Report. Um, two more tidbits on this. Toronto is expected to rise by... Uh, I think it is 6%. Yes, yeah, 6% in 2021. Average sale price around $974,000. Obviously, that's Creeping good news for them. If, million dollar mark. Yeah, if uh, if they keep going up, I'm sure the GTA buyers and Toronto buyers are still going to look to Hamilton and Niagara for you know their, their next kind of move. As long as they do well. Now, there's been a lot of recent, you know, Toronto's gotten so much talk, especially during the pandemic, in their downtown condo market. And, and what's happening right now 80% of people that are buying those condos downtown are, are, are investors. So when we have, you know, the type of pandemic that has happened and it has, has caused, you know, people to leave the downtown core, those investors are going to dump those condos. They've been flooded with uh, so much new inventory of, of, of condos on the market. The prices are going to come down just a tad. Okay. But that's going to rebound that, that, that downtown condo market. Once we get back going again, that's going to rebound and those prices are going to come right back up to where they were and even beat the, the, the prices of, of, of this year and the previous year. But that condo market and that GTA housing market supports Hamilton and, and, and the surrounding markets around here so well. We piggyback off their success. If they're, going to be, if they're doing strong, so are we. And if they go down, so do we. But it's not, we're not as drastic and as big of a change as they, they do and, and as they, they you know, as they go up and down, we, we're, we're just a little bit. Our condo market, we don't have as many investors buying multiple condos here right. when they, they're new as they do in Toronto. So their they're, uh, investors, um, like ratio, so, so de- developers that are selling the condo buildings, they focus on uh, uh, meeting with their or selling to the agents and getting their clientele to go in there and buying them. That's why they offer large commissions. Now, the condos that are sold in the Hamilton and Niagara area, they're not as much driven as, uh, as to uh, realtors. Uh, they're more driven into selling to consumers. So, and, but but real, uh, realtors are bringing their clients there, and they're probably about 30% just un, uh, uh, investor-based versus Toronto is almost 80%. Yeah. So, so when, when things are having a struggle here in, uh, in the Hamilton-Niagara area, they're not going to come down as much because uh, because of the fact that uh, they're live-in owners uh, uh, that own these condos. Mm-hmm. But in Toronto, I mean, like they're struggling trying to rent them out. So now you're going to see that the guy that owns two or three of them, he says, "Listen, I got to unload these. Yeah. These things are costing me money." So, yeah. so he's selling them cheap. So that's going to drive the market down. In 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 the Hamilton Niagara, we're not getting that. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't get that as much. You have three or four vacant condos. Those those monthly payments add up and add up quickly. I mean, I mean, you know, this is someone who's, who's holding mortgages on them and, and, you know, is used to having cash flow and all of a sudden it, it, it's, it's taken out from underneath. I mean, it, it, there's only, you know, you can, you can sit tight and hang tight and, and, and try and make it through, but, but more than likely, you know, the investor will, will, will sell one or two and, and, and move on. But that's what we've seen right now. And, and we've seen, you know, we are benefiting greatly as, as a housing market in Hamilton. There's multiple reports and multiple articles of, of people moving into the Hamilton areas and regions and, and being extremely happy 
and and uh, with with what Hamilton has to offer in terms of a culture and an environment and and a uh, you know an, an entertainment scene. So the, our condo market hasn't been hit like Toronto has. No, no chance. No, not even close. There's uh, three cities in the country that have actually had price declines this year. Not by much. Calgary leads the pack at minus four. Uh, Vancouver West down 1% and uh, Vancouver North down 0.2%. The three highest jumps this year in terms of average sale price uh, year over year. Uh, at number three, Collingwood. Number two, Muskoka. Uh, life of the pandemic, people wanted to move to you know secluded areas. And mm-hmm. uh, the highest, Windsor, Ontario, up 21%, and it's forecast to jump from $406,000 to $478,000. So if you're looking for an investment, um, Windsor might be the place to go. Uh, we're plumb out of time. We did not get to the, uh, you know, the you know what happens when you buy a home and you renovate it and you find uh, some money and, uh, and literally some gold. It happened to a couple in Edmonton. We're going to save it for next week. So come back next week and we will tell the tale of this Edmonton couple that literally stumbled on a boatload of cash and, yes, some gold as well. Guys, thanks for joining us today. And uh, we will get back to you here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.